great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And this entire mess, the Trump situation, one thing is possibly positive, possibly positive. That is, if the former president is indeed indicted and arrested, he won't be handcuffed. I can't believe that we're even stating something like this about a former president of the United States of America being treated this way. And that's according to reports. We don't know exactly what's going to happen if he is uh, arrested, but apparently, based on reports, he will not be handcuffed. Listen, when it comes to protest, People have every right to do so, to exercise their First Amendment right. Newsflash, that applies as well to Trump supporters. But it should be done in a very peaceful manner. Even comedian Chris Rock is calling out prosecutors, lawmakers, calling them stupid for wanting to arrest uh, President Trump, wanting, as I've been saying since this story broke, that it will only inflate his popularity. It's going to do that a thousand times if this indeed goes down based along the narrative that we've been uh, hearing uh, thus far. But, It's getting nasty over this in the presidential race with Ron DeSantis taking a jab, the Florida governor, at Trump and Trump hitting back and hitting back hard. Trump declaring Governor DeSantis could find himself facing false accusations of an affair in the future from underage classmates, or even a man. That's an idea of what the Republican primary, what it's going to be like between Trump and DeSantis. And on a side note, one thing New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is correct about, New York City, New York City should be doing things to make people want to come here not give them yet another reason to stay away. That's what Murphy told our owner-operator John Katsimatidis on the Cats Roundtable as it relates to congestion pricing. So let's get to it. Former President Trump, and we're going to start with your telephone calls. We see him coming in, 800-848-WABC, 800 848 9222. Former President Trump declared in a post on his Truth Social account over the weekend that he expects to be indicted and taken into custody today, Tuesday. The grand jury still has another witness later on today. And it's my belief, my contention, that even if the indictment was going to happen today, the district attorney will push it off from today simply because Trump put it out there publicly that it's going to happen today. This case is weak. I've been telling you this for a few weeks now. A jury will never convict. Sure, you you may have 10 on the jury to vote to convict, but you're not going to get 12. It's not going to happen. Trump only needs one holdout. Listen to a former federal prosecutor, Andy McCarthy, on 
Fox. I think it's clearly a misdemeanor. It's one that shouldn't be brought. And the attack on Bragg here, it, it shouldn't be a defense of Trump because it looks like this is a falsification of records. But the attack on Bragg ought to be that no one who was not Donald Trump would conceivably be charged with this. And then with respect to Bragg, the second part where he's being super aggressive, even though he's incredibly not aggressive when it comes to like real crime in New York. um, This idea of trying to to sort of bootstrap campaign finance violations on this. I mean, it's first of all, most campaign finance law is federal. Uh, which is not what the New York Penal Code is talking about, he's apparently going to try to say, well, it could have been a violation of New York's election law. And so that's a former federal prosecutor putting it out there the way that it should be, because at the end of the day, perhaps a misdemeanor, but to charge a former president of the United States, think about it for a second. Think about it for a second. But it's getting nasty in the presidential race with Ron DeSantis taking the jab at Trump. So, folks, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do me a favor. As a political reporter, you have to pay attention to inflection. You have to pay attention to every word. And so Governor DeSantis wanting to take a jab at Trump He does so in the beginning of the soundbite you're about to hear. You have to listen carefully. But at the same time, he does not want to offend Trump supporters that he will need. Before I tell you the full way that uh, former President Trump is slapping back at DeSantis, I want you to listen to Governor DeSantis. The, The jab is the first eight or nine words. Listen carefully to this. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about po- porn star hush money payments, You know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. I also think it's important to point out when you're talking about these Soros-funded prosecutors, yes, they may do a high-profile politicized prosecution, uh, and that's bad. But the real victims are ordinary New Yorkers, ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions, that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. And so this is the response. Uh, Trump, as we all know, he hits back immediately and hits back hard. He says, quote, Ron DeSanctimonious will probably find out about false accusations and fake stories. He capitalizes that sometimes in the future, as he gets older, wiser, and better known when he's unfairly and illegally attacked by a woman, even classmates that are underage or possibly a man. Trump wrote, I'm sure he will want to fight these misfits just like I do. And Trump again posted the photo of uh, DeSantis uh, when he was a teacher years ago with some... uh, some of the high school students, and, uh, and, and and one of the young ladies in the photos looks like she's holding a brown bottle. Um, we we know what the what the what the, what the allegation is, um, but uh, it's going to get nasty, folks. And Trump has been for the last month hinting at major dirt in DeSantis' background, and I am telling you, reading the tea leaves here, for him to throw out there Trump publicly. Again, underage girls or even a man, it's about to get very, very nasty. And so there there won't, my prediction is there won't be any indictment today, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't think so. But let's start with your telephone calls. We see all the calls, and let's begin with Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yes, I want to say, you know, it was highly, highly significant that you that you mentioned Chris Rock. There's an expression that that's used very often. 
have you no decency, man? And that applies in this case. Chris Rock showed the most decency I've ever seen in a human being with that in that Will Smith uh, incident. And for him to comment on Alvin Bragg, that shows everybody that this is a this is about a person who has no decency whatsoever. Because Chris Rock, as far as I'm concerned, is the icon of human decency under pressure, the way he reacted under pressure. This man, Alvin Bragg, is just the opposite. Okay, he has no decency whatsoever. I don't want to use adjectives because anybody could call people names. But I think my 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 point speaks for itself. Well, uh, you know, Chris Rock has has an opinion just like anybody else. He is a uh, a comedian that's known uh, worldwide. But but he but he's not Larry. He's not stating something that that we that we don't all know by going forward with this case. Uh, you, you're practically going to elect Trump again, and so it it just doesn't it just defies logic all the way around the board. Larry, thank you for the call in Brooklyn. Let's go to Edison, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Jerry. Jerry, what's on your mind? Good morning. Uh, well, I just think that we have to worry about other things other than just what's going on. But if anyone's going to the um, demonstration tomorrow. You have to worry about things such as FBI agents maybe agitating, and you don't know whether there's going to be a lot of West Coast people and other people showing up, making like they're Trump voters, hiding that they're actually there to agitate and cause a January 6th-like incident. And I wouldn't even – I don't even know. Should we put it beyond the FBI to do that? Did they do that at January 6th? Does anyone really know? I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I don't I don't think that the FBI would be involved in something like that. Uh, I'm not going to discredit law enforcement like that. Now, professional agitators, Jerry, you may be on to something, but my, my point is is real simple. Black Lives Matter uh, had every right to protest, as I have consistently said. But that's not that's not just a one way street. It applies to Trump supporters as well. And as I stated last night, there is nothing wrong with the former president uh, urging his supporters to protest. There's nothing wrong with that. But now if it turns violent, that's an entirely different story. And, and then we're revisiting, uh, and God forbid, uh, January 6th again. But we, we will see what happens, Jerry. Uh, th- this is going to be, thank you for the call, this is going to be a lead story, certainly for the next couple of days uh and into the into the months ahead, and uh, you know you, you look at New York, you look at Georgia, and you have these two prosecutors with their eyes set on Trump. Something about all this just doesn't pass the smell test. New Hampshire and Pete. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, Dom. Love you. Love your love your program. Thank you. Uh, love you right back. Thank you. Yeah. Morning. Good morning, Dom, and thanks for taking my call. You know, I voted for Donald Trump twice, and I wouldn't have a issue voting for him a third time. And based on what I've seen happen in the last three years under Biden and Harris, absolutely would vote for the man again. But with one problem, Dom, and here's the problem. He needs to shut the hell up. Just go on about your business, do your thing, and stop. He, I, I think the man just loves the limelight and the drama, Dom. Really, seriously. Well, 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 wait, Pete. But but wait. Let, let's look at this for a second. He's now what seventy six years old, and yep. and his personality has not changed over the last forty years. He's out there. Wait, 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 Pete. He's out there. He's in your face. And that's what catapulted him into the White House. And so now you're telling him to change who he is at 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 the uh, at 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 age 76. I I, I, you know, I I think it works for him, Pete. I really do. Dom, I understand exactly where you're coming from. I get it. It's hard to change an an old horse, teach an old dog new tricks. Right. I got that. I'm 72, and I get it, okay? I understand that, Dom. At the same time, you know, 
Speed and endurance is one thing. As you get older, though, tone and technique works a whole lot better at the end of the day, Dom. That's what I've noticed, even with myself. It's a lot better sometimes to shut up and and, and not be uh, looked upon as a fool. And I'm not saying he's a fool. He's a smart man. He ran this country for four years, and they tried to throw the kitchen sink at him. Now they're trying to sink him again with somebody else's sink, and it ain't going to work, Dom. We all know that. But this Alvin Bragg, he's another Soros uh, wannabe. He was just like Letitia James. I'm not being racist, Dom. I don't see any color here in any of this stuff. I'm just saying he needs to just, hey, take it down just a couple notches. That's all I'm saying, Dom. I, I, I hear you, Pete, and I thank you for the call this morning from New Hampshire. You just mentioned uh, race, Pete, and uh, another factor in all of this, and um, it's hard not to overlook, but and I, I don't even know how to address this, but the elephant in the room is that the prosecutor in Georgia, she happens to be African-American, and the prosecutor here in Manhattan happens to be African-American. And maybe that's a coincidence. I mean, I hope and pray it's a coincidence. I don't know what's going on here. The only thing I know is that if if you come after a former president of the United States, and let me pause for a second. Let me stop, full stop, and pause for a second. You indict Trump to Democrats that want to see him going down, what do you think is going to happen to Biden the day after he leaves office if Republicans uh, have control or from Republican uh, district attorneys around the country near the jurisdiction where their campaigns have been, where Biden campaigns has been or, or business uh, transactions. Take Joe Biden, President Biden out of this. Take the next Democratic uh, uh, president uh, to, to take the White House. You think this is going to stop with Donald Trump or do you think it's going to be a tit for tat? You think Republicans are just going to take this line down? You, you don't do this in America to former presidents of the United States. And if you do do it, you better have the smoking gun. And I mean literally a smoking gun and a body standing right there. That's what you better have. You better have everything. It, it, it can't be some circumstantial type case. Well, you know what? It's a misdemeanor. And normally the feds, uh, 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 will, will prosecute these types of cases. But the Manhattan district attorney turn him loose, Alvin Bragg. Uh, all of a sudden he wants to get tough, but he wants to get tough on the former president of the United States. Something's not right here, folks. Ralph in Connecticut. Good morning, Ralph. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. This is my uh, second time calling you in uh, about four or five weeks, and I want to thank you. I really appreciate, you know, your total impartiality. You're a Trump supporter. I'm not. I have my reasons, but you listen to everybody, and that's something that's lacking today is people that listen to the other side. And I just want to be very quick, Dominic. I know you got a lot of callers. I'm an independent. I'm very, very conservative. In the last election, I wrote in Condoleezza Rice. I do not believe this is in a grand jury's hands. They're not going to indict Donald Trump. I really don't believe it. I, I just don't because of the problems it's going to cause. Not for this. But here's what's strange, Dominic, because I know that, you know, you always like to ask questions. Now, you remember when he was being investigated for real estate fraud, when, when um, it started with um, uh, Cyrus Vance Jr.? Yes. And then, as you know, uh, Alvin Bragg took over, a Democrat, and uh, – you had these two prominent prosecutors that did an investigation for one year. One of them was Mark Pomerantz, and he said that they had enough evidence to indict him on several – he said this afterward. Well, as you know, they spent more than one year from February of 21 to February of 22 investigating him, and then uh, Bragg said he didn't think they had enough evidence to prove it in court and didn't recommend an indictment. But well, yeah, well, but no, 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 Ralph, 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 Ralph. We got to deal with facts. We got to deal with facts. Bragg never came out and said that. It was reported that that was his sentiment. But but continue. Reported. All right. I'm sorry, Dominic. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. All right, but afterward, and there's an NPR interview that's 36 minutes where Mark Mark Pomerantz says that they had 
enough evidence to get him on real estate fraud. Now, like they say, everybody overestimates the value of their stuff, of their property, but he undervalued it to save money on property tax. But we're done with that. The thing is this. Why would he go from dropping the charges on that, which really seemed like they had substantial proof while not pursuing it, to this Mickey Mouse? And listen, as much as I don't like Donald Trump, I feel for his wife, his son, his kids, and I don't have a problem with him paying somebody off to, to spare them that pain of if he had an affair. I really don't. Right, so, but, but, but in New York, it's a felony. It's a felony in New York to cover up a crime uh, or, or alleged crime uh, in terms of the paper trail to, to falsify uh, business documents. Therein, yeah, a- therein lies the problem. But but it, but this is something you're going to go after a former president on. You will never get a conviction. I, I really, truly believe, Dominic, you heard it from me, and I just tuned in. Maybe other people said it. I think the grand jury is going to be like, you know what? And just one last thing. To me, what he really should be prosecuted on is the riot because the riot happened for two reasons. He said that the election was fraud. 61 judges threw it out. Three of them were judges he appointed. And he said Mike Pence could overturn the election. And they would have okay. listened okay. to him. Okay, but well, wait, Ralph, okay. Ralph, let me ask you a question, and then I do have to sure. move on because we have a lot of yes, polls. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You said he should be prosecuted for January 6th. Yes. Is, wait, wait, wait. What is criminal that he did? I didn't ask what you don't like. I say what no. is criminal what Mr. Trump did? His words incited that riot, and also when it he happened, did not, he did not call for violence. But see, they see, did. They, but he could have stopped them. They would have listened to him. His supporters worshipped him. And the last thing I want to say, just give me twenty seconds. He watched as a former New York City cop of twenty years beat beat a Capitol police officer to the ground with a um, a flagpole took off his oxygen his his gas mask and kicked him. He never stepped in. That cop who spent 30, uh, 20 years on the police. He was even part of um, Mayor um, Bloomberg's security team. He got 10 years in jail. And you know what? When he gets out, he gets stripped of his pension. Because if you're a cop and you can convicted of a federal crime, you lose your pension. Okay, he did well, nothing, Ralph, okay, Dominic. Ralph, they would have stopped. I, I appreciate your call. I do have to move on because I have a lot of calls. I, I will say this much, though, Ralph. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's amazing and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but sometimes we're in la-la land. The president of the United States cannot even take control of his own vehicle because Secret Service agents are not allowed to permit him to do so. And we're supposed to believe that he can interfere in a in a private situation, something's going on between individuals. That that can't happen. He, he thinks, Ralph, he's the president at that time, he's the president of the United States of America. I've got to take a break. When we come back, we see all your calls. I'm going to go to uh, Mike in South Carolina, and uh, we'll also go to Linda on Long Island. We'll go from Queens to the Bronx to South Carolina to Elmont and Long Island. Talk Radio 77. Say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back returning to your telephone calls. It's getting nasty over this possible Trump indictment between the former president and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis bringing up that he doesn't know anything about basically hush money for an affair with a stripper and Trump shooting back that DeSantis could find himself facing false accusations of an affair in the future from underage classmates or even a man. So let me tell you, folks, what that means as a political reporter. That means that there are stories that are out there as it relates to uh, Governor DeSantis and um, something in his past. I I don't want to spread gossip or or rumors, so I'm just going to say something in his past. But believe me, it's no accident that Trump is throwing out that an affair may be brought up 
with a man. Believe me, there's no accident in that. He is, it's almost like a bow and arrow. He is telling Governor DeSantis, you want to play with the big dogs? We're about to bring it. That's what he is saying to him. Let's go back to your telephone calls. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Mike, are you with me? Okay, Mike is not there. Let's go to George in Manhattan. Good morning, George. What's on your mind? Hi, thanks uh, for taking uh, the call. Listen, first and foremost, it's a very bad idea that these two, you know, DeSantis and especially Trump, I mean, Trump is always in a hurry, you know, to bash someone or do something, always in a hurry, like a child sometimes. So he, he so hey, wait, George, wait, 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 George, George, wait, campaign. George, wait, just please stop for a second. You don't have to rush to try and get your thought across. You just said Trump is always in a rush to basically to go negative, right? But let me let me flip that on you. Isn't that what makes him a winner? Isn't that what made him stand out when it was 16 candidates in 2016 running on the Republican side and he came out of nowhere and won the nomination? Isn't that a, a winning attribute of Mr. Trump? Uh, well, not under the uh, current circumstances. Uh, once he's fighting Democrats, he could bash them to the hilt. But versus DeSantis, DeSantis is pretty popular himself, and he, uh, he Trump, could have left all these accusations, etc., cetera, uh, during the campaign if uh, he, uh, uh, DeSantis, would have decided to run against him. So wait, However, wait, George, 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 me, wait, wait, wait. We have to deal in reality, George. So I, I, I'm going to flip it and put it on you. So let's say, let's say you endorse me. And I'm nobody, right? And and you're the man. And because of your endorsement, I end up becoming governor, right? And then the media makes me the darling, and I'm ready to take you on. You wouldn't throw everything at me and the kitchen sink, George? Yeah, but as far as the party is concerned, they have to try to save the party. George, 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 if you're Trump, Right? Are you concerned about the party or are you concerned about yourself? Let's be real. Uh, well, because uh, DeSantis might beat him, therefore he should not uh, sacrifice DeSantis at this point. He George, George, if- George, George, I got a violin on my shoulder. I'm going to let you finish. I got a violin on my shoulder for what you're telling me. You're telling me, wait, wait, George, you're telling me that Trump's biggest threat He shouldn't go after him because of the interests of the party. No offense, George. I love you, but it makes absolutely no sense. No, that's not the world of politics. In the world of politics, if you're going to be successful, you have got to take your enemy out, period. Go ahead, George. One more point. One more point. Listen, uh, are you there? I'm listening, George. Go ahead. What if the Santa's... Becomes the running mate. Uh, he would have caused a lot of damage, Trump, to uh, both of them. George, 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 George. Have you heard of Kamala Harris and and Joe Biden? Didn't they didn't they hate each other during the primary? You kiss, you make up, and you move forward. Yeah. One question I have a very quickly, important. quickly. The governor Hochul. Why is she, she could have saved all the trouble? Uh, and fiasco, why is she so silent? She could have saved Trump and, uh, in fact, in the oh, long term, the okay, Democratic okay, Party. Okay, 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 but wait, 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 wait. But, George, George, th- the- that's not making sense. You you want a Democratic governor to save Trump? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, and, and, and George, I mean, my God, why? why, why I mean, come on, folks, we got to be based in reality somewhat. Uh, a Democrat is not going to get in the way of a Republican that they feel is sinking. Uh, a Republican is not going to get in the way of a Democrat that they feel is sinking. They're going to let them sink and drown. Hoku's not going to touch this. Hoku's got enough problems of her own, and she's got a racial problem. And her racial problem is Alvin Bragg is the first African-American district attorney of Manhattan, which means for all political purposes Hands off. If if Hoku, listen, I, I tell you folks the truth. 
Not what you want to hear. I'm telling you the truth. If Hoku goes after Alvin Bragg, she can kiss her governorship goodbye. Because the reality is, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but the black community will not support her anymore. She will be done. So there's nothing Hoku can do in this situation unless she she's got enough problems dealing with the legislature and a uh, and a budget situation. Let's go to Stewart in Queens. Good morning, Stewart. What's on your mind? Yes, Dominic. Two points on the back and forth between uh, the governor and the former president. So nobody should be surprised that DeSantis on the one hand, criticized Alvin Bragg, but threw a little shade at Trump today because it was Trump that back in November said, hey, Governor DeSantis, I know something about you that may only your wife may know. But he brought in DeSantis's wife before he even, this was when he was running for, for governor for re-election. So he throws the first punch. But here's my advice to Donald Trump. If you want to defeat DeSantis, you should simply say he's an excellent governor And then you talk about your policies. You say how if I were president, Ukraine wouldn't have happened. If I was president, you talk about your great record, Mr. President Trump. When you start punching down to Ron DeSantis, you are demeaning yourself and you're harming the party. Ronald Reagan said the 11th commandment is you don't go after Republicans, not when the Democrats will get their popcorn and beer. Okay. He, could, he could be punching upward if he wants to. Okay, uh, President Reagan, who was a great president, that was a different time. Stuart, um, I, I, I want to ask you this question, right? So in 2016, how did Trump resonate with the American people even bypassing a Bush brother and all the other Republican candidates. How did he do it? I agree with you. 2016 was very unusual. It was a one and done. We're no, not no, 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 but wait, let's do it. But you didn't answer my question. How did he do it? Because every moniker he gave, right. whether, it was to, right. whether it was to Jeb Bush, right. he was low energy, it fit. Right. All the monikers fit. Right. Right. You're not going to. Ron DeSantis is the perfect MAGA governor. Every day he's not whining, he's not complaining. He signs legislation. Donald Trump should be punching upward. He should say, "You know, Ron, I'm very sorry. I went after you personally here. You're an excellent governor." And then he should start talking about his record. Okay. In four years in office. Well, Stuart, you punch Stuart, up. Stuart, if if that's what you or any other listener expects. Former President Trump to do. I hate to be the one to disappoint well, you, but but but, but, but do it. That's not going to happen. Trump right. is, Trump you. is about to one throw. I'm, I'm going to let Can you I say you one more side. item. But Trump to bring up a man and the issue of an affair. That should tell you where this is going. Trump is no joke, and he plays for keeps. I'm not telling you it's right. I'm just telling you that he's highly successful at doing so, and he plays for keeps. It's no coincidence that he's bringing up a man and the word affair and Governor DeSantis and little girls. Go ahead, Stuart. So, so, so I just want to say this. If somehow Ron DeSantis defeats Trump, but it's a close race, you and I both know Donald Trump is going to burn the Republican Party down because he cares about himself first and nothing else afterwards. And that's why I don't like Trump. He doesn't care about the Republican Party. He put in Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania, a guy that was guaranteed to lose against Josh Shapiro. He does this everywhere. He does his own self-concerns. He doesn't care about America. He cares about himself. And if he's not the nominee, we all know he's going to burn the Republican Party down and help the Democrat win. And you know that. Well, that may be true, but but that that's who Mr. Trump is. I mean, Stuart, I I don't thank you for the call. I I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, folks, uh, some of you are telling me for the good of the party, but um, what's the best way I can say this? Uh, Mr. Trump is one that doesn't play well with others, period. There's no other way to put it. 
And you can come up with all of these Romeo and Juliet stories about the good of the party and the way things should be. But Trump is in the fight of his life from a number of district attorneys. And he's got, if you will, the young guy, the newer and improved version of him that he made, according to Trump, Trump making Ron DeSantis, and now DeSantis is coming on strong. And you better believe Trump already has the file with every single allegation about Ron DeSantis. And the family members of Trump have been out there warning DeSantis. They are telling him, we are going to drop every single thing that we have on you. Ina in Manhattan. Good morning, Ina. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. But I think it, it was Santa when Santos was running, um, President Trump, um, President Trump nominated him and talked very good of him and that, everything. That, that's, and what I just, that's what I just said, you know? I, That's exactly yes, what I just and, said. And I don't know why that he turned against him now. And, well, you, and, and Ina, Ina, I listen to Ina. I mean, folks, mm. come on! This is modern day politics. The, he's turning on him because the polling shows that DeSantis is coming on strong. What is there not to understand? It's survival of the fittest. It's live or die in the world of politics. It's real easy to understand, folks. Go ahead, Ina. Yes. I listened to Santos this evening when he was um, and he was talking very negative things about Mr. Trump. And I was surprised. I said, look at that. And then no Trump. He's not going to sit down and take, take, take what, what. And most people want, I don't think um, Santos can manage the White House. He can't manage that, that White House. He hasn't got enough experience yet. He managed Florida. That doesn't, because he win in Florida, that doesn't mean he could, he, he could run the White House. He can't. Trump is the best one out of every one of them, even those that in there right now. Trump is the one. Well, and if Ina, Trump doesn't win, I'm packing up and I'm going back to my country. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So so you're if leaving if, if Trump doesn't win? If Trump didn't, if Trump, mark my word, if Trump don't get back in that White House, I am leaving. Because I can't, I can't take what's going on in, in New York. Um, um, all the nice people and all the, the people is moving out. A lot of people moved to, to Florida, building up Florida, schooling, and they're calling back and said that children is in good school and everything. Look at what the, what, what the attorney general doing with the young kids, uh, um, encouraging them to, to, to um, look, read this, um, what you call it, Reading, yes, the reading hour. for them. Ina, I, I yes. appreciate you, and I thank you for the call. You have a uh, wonderful morning. Uh, we see all the calls. I've got to take a uh, a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter, and we'll have more of your calls from New Jersey to Long Island, Elmont, the Upper East Side, the Bronx, Queens, and Manhattan. WABC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. New York tops the list of least affordable states to retire in. We all already knew that. However, $1 million will only fund 14 years. $1 million will only fund 14 years. The Empire State ranked at the very bottom in terms of affordability and 46th overall when factoring in quality of life and health care, according to a report by WalletHub comparing all 50 states. Although it ranks at the in the top 10 in terms of quality of life and 16th in health care, 
New York's overall score score was clearly weighed down by its affordability rating. The poor score is likely due to the fact that New York has the second highest cost of living behind Alaska and third highest tax rate of any state. Again, even if you're fortunate enough to have $1 million in retirement savings, the average person would only be able to cover, based on this survey, about 14 years of expenses. The Trump situation. Let's go uh, back to the uh, telephone calls. Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. First of all, I'm going to leave with that woman. I agree with her. What's going on in this country? I don't understand why we have so many dumb people. We used to have smart people here. That you know, I'm, you know that when that whole thing went on, that phony trial, on and on every day, and they and that they put that woman on who says, um, uh, "I went up to the front." I, I'm sorry that he went up to the Trump went up to the front and he grabbed the driver. And right, that whole stupid thing. I mean, if anybody, people really believe that. You commented before about it, uh, about, you know, this stupid thing. They, no, he could, he, there's no way, right? No, I didn't hear anybody talking about it. There's oh. no way he could do that. He's going to str- try to strangle um, Trump. is going to try to strangle the driver. I mean, is that, and they put that on, and she protected herself. She didn't say, I saw it. She said, someone told me. In, in any court of law, you can't say, someone told me. It's called hearsay. Yes, Linda. Hearsay, exactly. And yet they put that on, and I didn't hear a big thing about it. I didn't hear them going, you know, anybody saying how stupid that was. Well, I, I hear you, Linda, and we we are up. Uh, we are headed for unprecedented times in terms of thank you for the call, Linda. We really don't know how <laughs> we don't know how the next twenty four hours is uh is going to uh play out. We don't know you know, if someone would have told me that uh district attorney Bragg would be going down this path, I would say absolutely not. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe the goal is to see Biden reelected and then be named uh, the attorney general of the United States. Maybe. But guess what, Mr. Bragg? If you don't win, nobody's going to touch you. That is the reality of the situation. Jimmy on Staten Island. Good morning, Jimmy. What's on your mind? My Dominic, just give me a couple of seconds, all right? I just got to say hello to you because you have to know who I am again. Okay, Jimmy, um, but, but I, I have a lot of calls. All right, Jimmy, but, all right my precious. Go I know. Ahead. I just want to tell everybody you're, you're, I saw you're, you. You're the guy. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yes, okay. You know me. All right, listen. Wait, Jimmy, what, wait, wait. Just wait. Just quickly tell me. You're the guy what? What was the next part of the oh, sentence? I'm the, guy, I'm the guy who taught you that time with Curtis Lee how to speak Italian about five years ago. Ah, hey, Jimmy. And we laughed and we joked and you wanted me to cook Italian meatballs for you. And I said, when I get time, but it's five ah, years have gone by. Okay. The well. meatballs are still in the freezer and I love you. <laughs> love you <laughs> too, don't, Jimmy. Go ahead. Let me just tell you something, Dominic. People say, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm a devout Christian. I walk with two feet, one true with God. But let me tell you something. I do. I respect you immensely, okay? However, Mr. Donald Trump, Donald John Trump, to me, Alvin Bragg, I've heard you with your uh, little sayings on the radio during the week and all that. You're 100% correct. Alvin Bragg is barking up the wrong tree. First, he didn't want to touch it. Then he wants to touch it. But then again, I believe it was all lit on fire by that Letitia James, who she, like Kamala Harris, have no use for this country. Bragg wants this country to become a third world, fourth world country. People are being thrown in front of trains. People are being murdered, shot, beat up in the streets. And this is what he's going for. I don't know why Hochul, but she has a lot of problems on her plate um, because Albany got them, got her wrapped around the finger. But this will, I don't believe going to be insane tomorrow. I believe through God's grace, that there won't be a big rally and everything because they may just take all of us and throw us into 
underneath the underneath the Washington jail and keep us there. Who knows what their plot is? All I know is they're anti-American. They don't care about anything other than, and Letitia James said it years ago, my main objective is to go after this guy. Now, God is on his side. Whatever's going to be is going to be. Ron DeSantis, I care for him a lot. I like him. Too young to be a president right now. But I don't like what he said something about the wars in the Ukraine. That Well, if they want to do it, they can right. do it. Something to that effect. I, I, I have to now, step in, Jimmy. I, I, I love you, friend. But I, I have seven, eight other calls standing by, and, I, and I'm, I only have seven minutes left in the program. So I have to step in. Thank you for the call, Jimmy. Let's go to Steve in New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hi, Dom. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Dom, for two years now, I've had to listen to a, a narrative in the alternative media, including ABC, that it was the Trump people that breached that Capitol on January 6, 2021, and they waved people in, and they're to- primarily responsible for it. Now, even though you've had – I've counted five callers to ABC in the last two years who were there that day who said that hey, rally – Steve, you've got to get to the point. What, what are you trying to tell me? I hear I hear hosts now on ABC. They're saying I can't wait, Steve. Steve, I can't vouch. Oh, I can't see one. I'm going to let you finish. I can't comment on another W, meaning that they're entitled to their opinion, just like I'm entitled to mine. So how can I don't understand how you can bring what other ABC hosts are saying to me? You don't even know if I heard what they said. Other callers, then. Let's even go there, okay? Okay. They've, they've said, stay away from tomorrow because it's a setup. So, by extent, can't we then, isn't it reasonable to say perhaps January 6th was a setup? By the, as we, to, to coin a phrase you and I have agreed on, the commie cuckoos running the Democrat Party. That's what I want to say is that, isn't it possible then it, that January 6th was, if we're telling people. I, I don't think January 6th was a setup. I, I, I have to step in, Steve. I, I've listened to a few of you say that. It was, in my opinion, it was not a setup. Were, were, were they, I think it's a situation that got completely out of control. I, I have to be honest with you folks. I, I can't, they, they, there's no indication that it was a set up you know maybe maybe you had one or two plants in there trying to provoke the crowd but people people uh you know lost control of themselves you can't go into the capitol building if it's closed down and think that you have a right to be there now with that said with the people that are going to prison now it's going too far i mean you know uh, i don't know what the appropriate uh uh uh, uh, punishment is for violating the Capitol, but I but I don't think that it, that it was a setup. I I just don't. I I don't do, folks. I don't do well with conspiracy theories. I'm not your guy for conspiracy theories. Russell in North Carolina. Good morning, Russell. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Hey, listen. Uh, you know, Trump talked about draining the swamp. Well, he's kind of acting like a swamp creature now, going after uh, DeSantis. And the thing is, is is Trump gave in to Fauci. Fauci was an advisor, and Trump acted like he was God and just went by what he said. Whereas DeSantis, granted it's on a state level, not a federal level. Russell, you you just said it. Russell, you just said it. It's easy for DeSantis to do it. He's a governor. Trump was responsible for the entire. Russell, you don't see the difference there? Trump was responsible for the entire country. a governor, could, that, a, a, a governor can cherry pick on what he wants to talk about, you know, and, and they don't have much impact on the federal level. Everything a president of the United States does impacts the entire country. But go ahead. Fine. I understand what you're saying. But but the thing is, is, you know, you talk this big swagger thing and everything else. Well, then stand up. To, he bowed to Fauci. Fauci was an advisor. And he acted okay, like so Russell, wait, 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 wait. So what? What would you have had? What Russell? What would you have had Trump do with Fauci? I would have had him, and he was an advisor, so I would have taken his his advice. But I would I would have listened to other people too, and not just quickly shut everything down 
and and that's where Trump failed. And and listen, well, I'm that, telling you, man, that, that, I was I was that, a very enthusiastic 2020 supporter of Trump. I was. I, I don't think Trump failed uh, in that aspect. I think that that we had to have responsible leadership, and that Trump did the best that he could with the situation that he had, where the entire country was dealing with this situation. But Russell, I, I'm down to uh, three minutes, so I have to step in. I I do uh, thank you uh, for the call. Let's quickly go to uh, Phyllis in Queens. Good morning, Phyllis. What's on your uh, mind? Good morning, dear Dominic. How are you? I'm good. Okay. Go so ahead. regarding Trump, I think that he's in somewhat of danger if he keeps saying let's protest. He should be a little careful and make sure it's very clear he wants a peaceful protest because it will be used against him in the politics of this whole thing. I'm also concerned that New York State has different laws. Federal laws, he's okay. He can still run as president, even if he had a felony charge. But New York State has some other little thing. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't find the exact definition. But what if, for example, he gets accused of a felony in the other case in Georgia, then he still has a felony attached to him. New York State could still say, oh, you've got a felony. You can't run for president here. We won't let you. Or we won't let you campaign. You can't leave the state to go and campaign somewhere else. You know, they'll they'll bind him. They'll harass him to some point. That's well, what I'm afraid if, of. If, thank you for the call, Phyllis. If a person has a felony, that doesn't determine, uh, well, in most cases, in, in Mr. Trump's case, it would not determine which, which states that he travels uh, to. And that, that's another issue, and it's a good one raised by Phyllis. If he is indicted, does he have to surrender his passport? Think about that, folks, for a second. The former president of the United States possibly being in a situation where he has to surrender his passport. David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes, very quickly, Dominic. I'm actually glad that Trump is going after DeSantis because, you know what, let them destroy each other. As a Democrat, I hope they go at it because, honestly, there's a lot of dirt about Trump that never came out. I've lived in New York City since 1990, and I've heard a lot about Donald Trump that hasn't been talked about. And I will gladly send it to the DeSantis campaign and hope they use it because there's as much dirt on Donald Trump as there probably is on DeSantis. So let them David, destroy each other David, and let people David, like me David, sit David, back and David, enjoy it. David, has, yeah. has any of the uh, dirt, so-called dirt, hurt Trump so far? Let's put it this way. The stuff that has come out is nothing compared to the stuff the press won't touch, okay? Leona Helmsley said some very interesting things about Donald Trump, and I suggest people Google what she said about Trump. It's very illuminating, Dominic, very illuminating. Right. Well, thank you for the call. I'm joined quickly. We only have seconds left by Frank Morano. What do you have coming up? I'm going to be joined next hour by uh, Julian Assange's brother. He's got a new movie out about uh, about his brother's case and the effect on their family. And former Iowa Republican Congressman Steve King will tell us about his fall from grace. A whole bunch of other things as well. You want to keep it here, folks? You were great last night with John Katzmanzidis. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.